0: known as the Poop Police, Ms. India Holloway.
1: to help you understand your child and how to keep them in great shape, how to keep them there effortlessly. First of all, think healthy lifestyle. Tips for weight loss. We're going to give you some exciting things to do to keep your refrigerator healthy for your family. Make sure... You don't have anything in there that's going to keep them a little bit on the chunky side down there. So listen up for that. But first and foremost, I want to introduce you to a a guest that is a special guest. He is a coach, a former world-class coach and trainer right now, Aaron Lacey. You're going to know him from this point forward because we're going to be talking to him time and time again, off and on. So go nowhere, stay tuned, and um, just know that this is a live broadcast. Today is May 4th, 2016. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great planet. My name is India Holloway. I am a national board certified colon hydrotherapist, an iridologist, the author of a book entitled The Body Doesn't Know How to Die, and you can get it on Amazon. If you care to join us for this uh, broadcast, um, you know, you can give us a call at 310-928-7733. Or drop us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com. I want to um, first say I am very grateful for those that are our regular listeners out there. Our listeners are always there listening and and giving us more tips to talk about for future radio broadcasts. Thank you for that. I want to say thank you for those that are listening in for the first time. Thanks for joining us and join us again next week at this very same time for good information that you need to know to help your body out. I always start my broadcast by thanking my men and women in uniform. I call them mine because I feel so close to them. Men and women in uniform, home and abroad, thank you so much for your service and, uh, for dedicating your life to keeping us safe and happy here on the home front. Wanna also thank the first responders that are right in our own front door. And they're there to keep us safe and happy and healthy. Uh, and that includes not just the police officers and firemen, but the school teachers and nurses and All of the service people out there. So you just need to know that you are appreciated. And when I say we, I'm talking about my sister, my co-host, my confidant, Ms. Meta Nasa.
2: And good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm hanging in. How about you?
1: um, Tough up and tolerable, Meta.
2: Good morning to the listeners.
1: Yes, indeed. So, Meta, we have, uh, Aaron Lacey on the line. Aaron, are you there? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Hi, good morning, you guys. Good morning, good everyone. Good morning, Aaron.
1: Hi. So, um, Meta, Aaron is one of my clients. He's a special guy that comes in. And I say special guy because, you know, as colon therapist, because Aaron, Meta's is a colon hydrotherapist as well. Oh,
0: okay. Awesome. And
1: and um so we talk shop all the time but it used to be uh, a time where honest to god I had no guys come through my door period <laughs> you know it, it's just one of those things you know guys please what what we do is prevention and when you think prevention, and you think natural health care, and you think lifestyle, it all goes together. And when we're talking about uh, special people coming in, when I'm looking at you, Aaron, now, yes. you are a former world class. And when I say world class, we're talking Olympic style stuff, right. athlete, right? Yes. When we're talking about maintaining a good, healthy system,
0: uh-huh.
1: you you figured out that this is one of those things that has to go along with the program.
0: Right, right.
1: Now, when you first got uh, a colon therapy treatment, let's start from there, and then we're going to talk about some other things for other folks to know how they can stay healthy. Um, when we're talking about eating and consuming foods, and and you eat healthy. You're a good-looking guy, not just that.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Your
1: body is in magnificent shape.
0: Thanks. I, I work hard on it. Mm-hmm.
1: How, old do keep... you, how old
0: are you now? Uh, Forty-five.
1: Forty-five? Yes. Forty-five, but you've been an athlete all the way up until you retired from that, but um, stayed in the program.
0: Right. Something like that. Yeah. I, I I had to get back in the program because I realized that um, my body wasn't able to deal with uh, eating bad. You know, I treated my my health, uh, my eating circumstance when I retired from running like an old pair of uh, hiking boots. You know, I was, <laughs> I, I was done hiking the mountain. So I kind of just threw them out. I threw my diet out and figured I can eat how I wanted to eat and eat what I wanted to eat and uh, whenever I wanted to eat it. Um, and so for a number of years, I, I didn't maintain a very healthy um, uh, eating habit and eating lifestyle. And uh, that eventually caught up with me. And that's how I ended up in your office.
1: How uh, did, how were how you feeling prior to coming into me?
0: Um, bloated, uh, gastrointestinal circumstances going on. I mean, bubbling and Constipated and uh, and and I think this was something that was happening over years because again, Mm -hmm. you you, as an athlete you eat a certain way for performance and you know as I explained to you one time when I was in your office, food you know didn't have uh, flavor value to me. It was like the matrix. All I saw was calories and numbers and nutrients when I saw food for my recovery.
1: That's when you were working hard.
0: Yes. When I was working hard and training. So once I was done training, I I figured I don't need to worry about, you know, the calories. I don't need to worry about the types of food I'm eating as much, you know, not saying that I went completely off the the rocker with it, but I didn't uh, take into consideration that I needed to keep my body and my digestive tract healthy. And uh, I began to eat how I wanted to eat. And over time, you know, I've always heard of acid reflux and I've always heard of bloating and these are things that I never had to contend with, you know, since uh, since I was a child Uh, growing up, I was always active. You know, McDonald's and fast foods were a treat for us. They weren't an everyday thing like they seem to be for most children and and families today. So I ate pretty healthy. So I never had to worry about this stuff. So it was it was something that I never thought about affecting me. But, as I begin to get older and and not exercise as much and eat bad, then yes i started I got acid reflux, I put on weight um as you say you know i I take care of my body. one of the things that I was most proud of was was my body and my physical appearance. um I gained weight very quickly, um I lost that sleek uh physical appearance that I was used to
2: Chiseled.
1: um
0: yes, I was always. Chiseled three percent body fat to four percent body fat, you know, ready to run, um, and that was a look that I was proud of. Uh, but I want to
1: go back. I want to go back to when you had mentioned that your food was so important. You, it was spot on when yes. you woke up in the morning. The focus on what you needed to do to get your body prepared and ready for that day started upon waking. Yes. Uh, let Walk us through a couple things that you did. Like I, I introduced to a lot of the listeners, and a lot of them are doing it right now, that right. inform me that they drink water first thing in the morning when they yes. wake up. Yes. Let's, let's walk through the things that you would do first thing.
0: Um, <clears throat> I had a list of things. So the first thing I would do, um, that I can recall, I would get up in the morning. Uh, I know to get my balance, I'd walk around the house at least twice, and then I would drink a glass of water. Um, as soon as I began to drink that, after I drank the glass of water, I had a list of different things that I needed to take um, from vitamins to minerals uh, to pre-performance workout stuff. So I had times at which I needed to take those in increments of every 30 minutes or some things would be taken an hour after. So every 30 minutes from the time I woke up, which usually about seven o'clock to the time I stepped on the track to work out, which was about 10. I had, um, a A routine, I had a routine.
1: Um, it's amazing how, when you're training like that and you're, you're actually talking to your body, you're saying, I'm waking up, I'm moving, I'm getting this motor ready for you. I'm going to drink the water because that hydrates the body first thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the first thing the body needs is hydration. Right. And that's the most important time to drink your water to hydrate is first thing in the morning. Not a cup of coffee, people. You know, (laughs) this is uh, essential stuff. And we're talking to Aaron Lacey, a world-class athlete that Knew how to do this from day one. As a kid, I mean, you started out as a tiny thing, um, preparing your body for the Olympics. That right. was preparation and you went through years of it.
0: Right, right.
1: Wow. Well, now as, as you woke your body up and then let's fast forward to now you're not doing anything no. in routine. <laughs>
0: well i'm getting back into it because my body my body told me that if i didn't you know we were going to have problems you know when i put on the weight like i said i got uh acid reflux it was waking me up in the middle of the night and this was something you know that i had never had before you know and it was it was actually scaring me you know and as i did research and yes it scared me because i had never had this before you know my stomach bubbling and all the weight and i'm you know at that point you start to think well you know am i going to die here if i don't you know if i don't get myself in order so you know the fear of it starts to you know really take hold of what's going on with my body and so at that point and this was probably you know my running weight was about 184 i got up to 250 pounds Mm -hmm. um which was you know for me horrible i mean I i couldn't bend over to tie my shoes without taking a deep breath um you know, Cause how I you're, got you're,
1: you're how tall are you uh, six Karen? six- six two okay six two hundred eighty four pounds went up to two fifty
0: yes yes
1: okay uh, i'm there i see you man i don't see i don't see it now
0: <clears throat> no no how? no. i've, I've come, getting, come down since
1: <laughs> we've cut we, you are down i've come down <laughs> where where uh, are uh, you now
0: how you um, away Well, I put on muscle, so I, you know, working out, getting back in shape. So I'm 221, Mm -hmm. but my lean body mass is is and my body fat ratio is way different than that 250. So I was 250 mostly fat. Mm -hmm. Um, now I'm 221 mostly muscle, Mm -hmm. uh, and lost a lot of fat. Uh, I was concerned about the fat that I was putting around my organs and things of that nature, which I know that happens. Being in my health, you know, being in my field, you know. You know, the health circumstances that go along with putting on too much weight. So um I had to change my diet. I began mm. to eat. I began to eat healthy. I began to get back to a regular routine of, of trying to work out at least three to four times a week mm-hmm. uh, at a certain level of intensity. Um you know, for every outcome there's a required effort. And I understood the required effort to reach my outcome. So I began to put that in place. I have a daughter. I want to see my daughter graduate. I want to see how my old is
1: she married.
0: She's thirteen. She's 13. Uh-huh. is
1: she an athlete as well
0: she's starting up i have, I have two daughters, you know <clears throat> my youngest one is one I was referencing, but I have one that's twenty uh twenty one years old and uh-huh. I want to see them I want to see them live their life as long as I can and I realized that I was not on track to do that.
2: Aaron, how yes. long did it take you to um, feel and get into the disposition that you were in after you retired? How long did you start feeling it and seeing it?
0: It took me, uh, let's see, what's this? 39, for 6 years. So it took me about four years before I really started to feel this the, the disposition. Mm-hmm. Okay. But,
1: but, but Meta, think about this, too,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, and Aaron, that most people have never done what Aaron has done in their lives. Uh, right. And so for all their lives, they've been doing all the wrong things. So, right. Aaron, you were in your 30s when you started feeling a little bit on the rotten side? Uh, 40s. In your 40s. Yes. Oh my god. I started. And so, so when when these folks start feeling it in at 20? Right. 30? Uh, it's pretty devastating.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it, again, like I said, I had never dealt with it because I was pretty healthy growing up. And I think most people are used to it. They're so used to it that it's just a common place for them in life to feel these things and to be, uh, uh, you know, lethargic at times and not have energy, um, um, pulling muscles and things of that nature. That was never me. So when mm-hmm. it started to happen to me, I realized the only thing that I had changed was my, my eating habits, my how mm-hmm. I ate. Mm-hmm. you know, what I was doing with my food. I wasn't re-energizing myself. I was eating fried foods, at, you know, in the middle of the night, you know, and it was. It
1: was good, too, wasn't it?
0: Food is very good. I you know, Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, when I retired and I started to eat for flavor, I understood why America is overweight. <laughs> <Yes>. oh, <yeah. laughs> because the food is very good. And, and it's yeah.
1: encouraged. They call them foodie's.
0: Yes, yes. Have you but, heard that uh,
1: expression? That's crazy. Yeah, I
0: have.
2: I have not. You
1: haven't? Oh, no. you're not in California. This is where the foodies live. <laughs> oh, yeah, live.
0: this is where the foodies live, yes. <laughs> wow. And so, and so. yeah, I, you know, I soon began to realize after a time that, you know, in my 40s, from around 42, 43 years old, that my body was, was acting different. And it wasn't. And, and
1: what was your main motivator again to start? switching up was it the fear from all this crazy stuff was, together? It was,
0: yes, it was the it was the fear of my of me dying early because mm-hmm. I was experiencing things that I had heard about but never thought that I would be a part of.
2: Well you know here's another thing that I can relate to with you, Aaron, is the fact that Aaron felt knew how from a child up to the point of retirement How to feel good, knew what it felt like, and was encouraged by that to get back to that. Right. Most people don't know what feel good is.
0: No, they don't.
2: (laughs)
1: You can't, you can't miss what you've never had. That's right. So when you're creeping in on it, or moving to it so slowly, until you, you just never remember. Most people don't know how bad they feel till they start feeling good.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. That that's wasn't right. that wasn't you, Aaron. No. And he, and you are absolutely correct, Aaron, in the fact that you felt like you were going to die. Yes. Well, yeah, that is slow death. That's dead man walking.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> that's and yeah, that's you, you know, I begin to feel I felt that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I begin yeah. to feel that way. You know, you <laughs> know,
1: most most men, the their motivator is death, the fear of dying. But right. then there's also blood and pain. So when you have those things, and mm. you are starting to have all of those, the acid reflux, that's very painful.
0: Yes. Yeah, not up in
1: It wakes you up in the middle of the
2: night.
0: Yes, that, it, that's it, crazy. It, and you it, know, I, I, uh-huh. my my um. You know, I was drinking alcohol, you know, I became a a, a, a bit of an alcoholic to a degree, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, and you don't think about all the issues. You, just, you see people, you know, drinking, and everybody's having fun and you think that you can do it, too. And I think athletes are a little bit different, especially if they've come up the right way through their athletic career your body is going to be used to a certain type of food intake in order to receive his energy. The body is smart.
3: Mm -hmm. You know, the one
0: thing that I'm understanding and as I go through my life and and with my uh, career and, you know, I have to be part nutritionist. I have to be part supplementalist. I have to understand the human body inside and out. So I'm understanding how smart the body is in order for me to get my athletes to be what they need to be. I need to be able to explain to them how that has to happen. And it's not just working out about mm-hmm. what you put back into your body. You know, the workout is important. Your recovery is more important. Okay, And a,
1: a lot of people don't know this, don't recognize this. No, they don't. Now, they think yeah. they can go and work out and have a chiseled body and walk out of the gym and smoke a cigarette.
0: Or go to Starbucks.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> I see that it, all the it's time. It's so true. <laughs> they go straight it, to Starbucks and get the whatever. I'm not a Starbuckian, so I don't know everything they sell there. But I know it's filled with sugars and caffeines and, you know, decaffeinated Christ. beans with acid in them and things of that nature and stuff like that. So, um, So, yeah, knowing the body was important to me. And so when I began to realize certain things was happening to my body, you know, yeah. Uh, it became uh, an important task to start putting everything back in order. Let me tell you what really hit me hard. You asked me what really hit me and made me get back in shape. I was playing with my daughter and I was chasing her around the front yard. And I, I don't know, my front yard's not that big, maybe 600 square feet. we were running in circles. I ran about three times around that yard and almost died. <laughs> <laughs> Now, here's a guy that used to go out and run three miles in 17 minutes just as a as a, as a warm up. You know, warm I would go warm. out, put down <laughs> a, seven, a, a 17 minute, three mile run or five minute miles. You know, here was a guy who was used to sprinting like the wind. And and I can't run three laps around a 600 square foot yard. That oh, woke me up. I bet. <laughs> it woke me up and I said, oh, my gosh, I need to at least be able to run a mile at mm-hmm. At a reputable pace, and so i and, and i and I realized at that point you know what i've I've done too much, and I've let my body go way too far, so it's time to get it back in order and mm-hmm. uh That was about two years ago and and since then I've been breaking the bad habits that I've gained over the course of the last five years um or four years, and putting everything back in order
1: mm. We have a caller that just came on the line. I want to introduce that caller caller are you there? You're in a 901 yeah, area code. Sure. Oh, Hi, my what's goodness. your name?
3: I, I call that Mel. M-E-L? Okay. Mel- as in Melloween. <laughs> yeah. oh. yeah.
1: Okay, so you dialed the wrong number. You're on the air on a radio show. And um, we're, we're talking well, about uh, a healthy body. So, since you're here, would you like to ask a question?
3: No, but if you, I can offer some information about... Uh, yeah, one yes, actually I could. I have a condition that just just a that a just occurred. however, mm-hmm. I'm one of the most healthiest people I know. So mm-hmm. however, just I'm gonna tell you quick, quick I call it ear infection. The nose the ear infection. Never um got you know, any kind of sickness, mm-hmm. don't take any kind of medication but I'm like 70 30 when as far as coming to my health. I I cheat thirty percent of the time. So thirty. I'm not I'm not there yet. So
1: an uh, ear not infection.
3: Ever. Got the ear infection quick, very quick. I got the ear infection. Never had one rush. I didn't have I, I'm I am unemployed at the moment. Went to the emergency room here uh without medication, extreme pain for like nine hours. Never did get seen. So about then it developed from the stress, from the pain developed into Dale's palsy, here. which is what I have now. And I I wanna know some remedies. others gave me I got medication for it. they gave me their microcellin and they gave me, for the ear infection, that cleared up, and they also gave me the metagard or something for the for the okay. um, nerve. It was like the nerve. So all of that was the, the nerve. Uh, so the, like face, nerve the, face still, so to,
1: the face is still on it. Yes, age. it's still kind of controlled. Like you know, they told somewhat, you yeah, it and normally getting, will go away over a period of time, right?
3: They say it's progressively it, it goes away and it happens in everybody's lifetime once and I talked to several other people and they said it happened just suddenly and it can be anything can trigger it and they said mine was stressed from the pain and the medication they finally told me that mine was, was stress. That's what triggered mine and it's still a medical, like a mystery. Phenomenon. Why it happens? It, it usually is
1: with with most people. Research as
3: well, it
1: huh? is a Sorry. mystery. But from everybody that I've seen with it, just just between me, you, and the fence post, there has been always something in the elements. High wind, like you're in a a, a convertible. You had some some kind of stresses with the elements. A windstorm or a storm hmm. or airline That's or something don't, okay so think about I, I
3: don't i don't have any i'm sorry i don't have any sinus any uh long no, any, you don't, I understand you don't what you're saying to. but
1: mm-hmm. i understand
3: what you're saying but i live downtown and like you said there could be some kind of pollutants in the air or something so yeah. i don't know what caused it it was just but very now
1: your, uncommon. your situation right now is you want to move away from it Okay, so yeah. they give you, they gave you antibiotics and some painkillers, uh, pain painkillers and that sort of thing. You have to know that there are natural painkillers that you can buy that mimics your body's own painkillers. Okay? Look that up. And then you took the antibiotics. You definitely want to take probiotics, double and triple up on them. That's going to put back your friendly bacteria. A lot of times, when your body goes through these changes, your bacteria have shifted somehow, and you need to increase and induce more of your friendly bacteria for your body to do its job. We're
3: talking to
1: can I, Aaron Lacey. Can I, add, can
3: I can I add a bonus dynamic that's going to shift everything that you just said? Mm-hmm. It's worth it. I'm off from the nine hundred one. I've been taking this supplement, the gentleman offered to me, like a week as as I was taking that medication they gave me. So I stopped taking it. So I started with the H2O2 and the durian, that durian that's brown. So it was a combination of that. So I take the hydrogen peroxide, which great, and it's from a reputable. It's not the most reputable. So I've been taking that and trying to see the effects of any kind of viral, bacterial, anything in that effect. I've got minimal to pretty decent, but I'm trying to give it some time because I take it once a day. So that's another whole thing that I just. Okay, HCL is and great. It it's it,
1: it's yeah. for the gut, but probiotics, I'm telling you, you need to do mm-hmm.
3: that. I need a probiotic. I, I want to listen to it. I, I, I'm okay. thinking. So where okay. can I get just do the probiotics? You can, you I thought can, all that had all this in the other you part, part, too. I'm, in, I'm downtown in, in Memphis, actually.
1: Memphis, Tennessee. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh you can go to Whole Foods uh in Memphis wow. and they will introduce you to a good probiotic. Okay. Uh-huh.
3: And let them know the album. Terrific. Thanks All a lot. Right.
1: All right. All
3: right. Thanks, uh, for, thanks for the great information. In.
1: Okay, sweetie. Okay, Aaron. Yes. You, you, did you hear that he considers yeah. himself one of these people who is really in tune with his body, takes care of himself, eats well, does all the things that he needs to do. Seven thirty. Uh, yeah, uh, and th- and there he is in well, the it, hospital. It would it
0: would depend, you know, based on him and uh, his knowledge base, his thirty. 30- 70 30 could probably be uh uh uh, my 60 40 Mm -hmm. you know so it it depends on what the person knows in terms of being healthy um Mm -hmm. you know i'm coming from one extreme to a to the next and when i work with clients i try not to bring them to that exact extreme because i was training to be a professional athlete to run fast performance wise Mm -hmm. so some things uh, you don't have to do but there's still certain things that you definitely want to make sure that you, you you keep in place, so his knowledge base of his seventy thirty might not be as great as what he thinks it is I know exactly
1: for sure
0: and and this is the reason why you know we exist as professionals and um
3: mm-hmm. so
0: that people can come and get you know expert opinion you know this is what we do for a living, so at the end of the day, you know our knowledge base has to be on point, and I'm sure you guys are just like me, I'm constantly researching
1: constantly. Yes. It, it's just a never-ending right. uh, thing that we do right. every right. day. But I, w- I want to talk about as an athlete because, you know, I have different guys come in to me and they think they're athletes. And like you said, <laughs> they're really not. <laughs> right, but, right. But they are trying. And, and I want to make sure that they get as much information and just common knowledge information. Athletes you have what's called athlete's feet now have you dealt with that with your um as a coach with the people that you're working with do they come to you with things like that coach i got something crawling on my feet and then it's itching and it won't go away oh
0: <laughs> no you know what i've uh i've had a fungus on my foot but that was simply because after my warm down i would warm down in the grass with my shoes off mm-hmm. and then come home and not clean my feet right away. So But <laughs> you, know, you
1: know, that's a that's a I'm, real good thing to to uh, bring a point forward is that a lot of guys especially they they think it's all the way down there I don't need to get all the way down there and uh-huh. clean them. And us girls, we'll go and let somebody mess around, dig and pick and pull and, you know, soak and scrub. And we do take care of the old tootsies. But the guys, you take a shower and don't even dry them off properly.
0: Right. Yeah, you're correct. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, that, and that became an issue. But, no, I've not experienced any of my athletes with that uh, foot fungus or anything of that nature. Most I've seen from my athletes was ingrown toenails.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, well, well, ask around. Maybe they are too embarrassed to bring that part of it up.
0: Possibly. That's possible. Yeah. That's possible. So, yeah. I've not heard any anything uh, at okay. this point. Mm. Well, there's...
1: Because there's folks out there that need to know that there are serious remedies that are all natural without getting those topical creams and stuff that right. can help with uh, making sure that we keep that at bay. Right. And and then uh, going back, I know we're jumping back and forth on this uh, with you because we only have so much time and I want to get as much information in as possible. Meta, first of all, <laughs> Do you have any uh, additional questions or have anything to input in reference to the uh, Bell's palsy? I have Ma- maybe get- you can just tell him what Bell's palsy is.
2: Well, it, just like he partially described, it's, um, inflammation actually is causing this virus to go erratic and proliferate to the head cavity. And once it does that, it finds a weakened area. And if there is any yeast in the head cavity, it naturally drains into the nasal passages and in the ear passages.
3: Mm.
2: And if the, and what sets it off now, this is the key. If there is a fan, like you said, any kind of air condition, if they're sleeping under a window, this is where it, it ignites itself. No. Wow. It,
1: it's amazing something as simple as that mm-hmm. and for for somebody that takes care of themselves, what was the first thing he said? I was scared the right. fear mm-hmm. took right. him straight to emergency and what did right. they load him up with? chemicals all kinds of chemicals and medications that's making things worse and of course he's going to take them but luckily, he went to somebody that steered him a little
2: bit in the right direction. So, I But think- he's eating too many carbs. He's got to cut the... They don't realize you can't do a little bit and then stop.
3: Mm-hmm. Do right. a little That's bit right.
2: and then stop. You have right. got to stop. And you have to get on the straight and narrow right. and take those things, those good things that he named, mm-hmm. and put out the fire. Kill those right. bugs. Those are the bugs we've been talking about.
0: Right. Okay.
1: And and, and you said it too, yeast is one of those bugs that will right. get into the head cavity and the probiotics is what's needed to help put that mm-hmm. in in check.
2: The and yeast is the opportunistic free radical, the bug of the bugs. And there's they feed off of everything. They feed off of your thoughts. Right. I really wasn't saying that to be facetious. Yeah. Right. And it is the truth. And so when you are stressed out, you have the yeast. Right. When you have any kind of... The brain is the beginning of the source, the resource to the body. And so how it relates to the body, it goes down to the... What's the second brain?
3: The The gut.
0: The gut. Right. Mm -hmm. Right.
2: So Um. anyway, and when you move your body like you do, Aaron... For those who are athletes or constantly moving, you are staring up the pot, right? And so, therefore, you have to get rid of it, get rid of it, limit, eliminate the overgrowth of any bug, and minimize them, right? Hold what? them at bay, and that's not an easy feat.
0: Well, I didn't eat fried foods. I didn't eat pastries and cakes. Um, you know, I didn't eat tortillas. I, I, I mean, my diet. I didn't eat any of that. Right. when i was when i was running so um
1: uh, and then to introduce all that and to yeah. get on this hook habit of eating good tasty food yeah it, it it's a, it it becomes an addiction
0: right mm-hmm. right and so yeah i, I think with them with, with the united states like the guy said he's seventy thirty, but it would de- it would depend on if I saw his program would I say he was seventy thirty. If I saw his habits, would I say he's seventy thirty. I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't based on what I'm hearing from you and the fact that this uh uh circumstance, you know, feeds itself off the yeast that's in you know, in the hair mm-hmm. cavity. So I would mm-hmm. probably say he he's really not seventy thirty as much as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Um uh, you know, like I said, I was extreme. I didn't eat fried foods. I still don't eat fried foods. Um, I, I eat very little pastries, cakes, ice cream. I don't eat all of that. I still don't. Um, bread, on the other hand, yeah. And Mexican food is my favorite food. So the tortillas became a problem. I <laughs> I, I, I know now mm-hmm. that I can't. It, mm-hmm. it, this is what ended me up seeing uh, uh, India is I had a stint probably Two weeks or a week and a half before I came to see her, where I had three, four days of, of Mexican food, and I knew I was going to suffer.
1: Mine, I, did I
0: knew it, I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> did I know?
2: But <laughs> you did it anyway.
0: <laughs> did I know I was going to suffer that bad? <laughs> no, that's right. Mess my stomach and my gut up, mm-hmm. and and since I've seen India, you know, I've been far more on a straight and narrow. You know, no bread's no, uh, bad. But,
1: but Aaron, after your first visit, I know you came in, you were bloated and your your belly was a, raised a little and, and a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then tell the listeners how you felt after your first visit.
0: Great. Um, I was very thankful for India because the uncomfort that I had, uh, uh, was ridiculous. I can't even explain. It felt like I was going to pop, you know? So <laughs> it was like, and, and, um, uh, afterwards, you know, the, the gas was out. My stomach felt comfortable. It felt flat. It felt pretty much normal. I mean, I had a couple of days of discomfort, but not from what happened, you know, not from the office visit. It was just from the bad food that was still probably roll, rolling around in my uh, in digestive tract. But over the course of the next, two days I Mm -hmm. felt settled down back to normal and everything was good Mm -hmm. and and, uh uh, and eating normal now and my body doesn't my stomach is not rearing up and all this stuff after every time I eat and so but it was it was a godsend I was thankful that you were able to see me that day
2: and are you on probiotics
0: she uh India put me on probiotics probiotics I was not on probiotics prior to seeing India
2: okay and so it's working for you Yes. Okay. Good. All
1: right. So, so I, I needed other people to hear that because I talk about things like that all the time when I'm doing my lectures and when I'm working with people one on one. And a lot of times it just sounds like I'm just spewing out a bunch of hooey. Mm-hmm. But all this stuff together makes a serious difference. I want to talk about really quickly those foods That people should stay away from, keep out of their lives or at least out of their refrigerator. Because if it's in there, they're eating it most of the time. And and give moms and dads a good little quick lesson on how to keep their kids in in decent shape. First on my list, and I'm just going to go through them really quickly so you hear it. You'll know it, and you can comment on it if you choose. Uh, mayonnaise, top of my list for keeping that out of the refrigerator. You you take just two or three, you know, spoonful of, uh, and they lather it on their sandwiches and whatever. You're right. looking at three to six hundred calories right off the top, three to six hundred calories and forty grams of fat. Let me tell you, when you start adding up the fats and the calories throughout the day, you're enhancing a real nasty lifestyle. Now, the mayonnaise should stay away from your refrigerator. Just there's other condiments that you can use instead. Most people are not used to, but get used to it. The the, the second thing is sugary drinks, soda. Netta, you know I'm real hard on the sugar. In the sodas and the sugary drinks, I call it the liquid devil.
0: So when
1: you are <laughs> taking that stuff in, uh-huh. you are you know causing your and if you keep it cold, you're gonna drink it. so get it out of there. Get uh-huh. it out of the refrigerator. And then, like you said, Aaron before the the alcoholic drinks, the beers, the what you got a cold beer. You're going to snatch it, whether you want it or not, and drink it. Right. Uh, and, and I'm as guilty as anybody on that. I have, I love beer. Okay? Did I say that out, pal? <laughs> Everybody heard that, right? I love the beer. But I won't drink more than maybe one bottle uh, every two or three weeks. Wow. Okay. All right? But I will drink it because I do let my body get back to check. Check right. and balance. Right. It, it's uh, you, you know, the body always looks for and seeks its level of balance. So if you don't allow it to get there, you're going to start feeling those things that Aaron brought you into me for the first time. Right. Now, the, the next thing on my list of keep out of the refrigerator, people is lunch meat. I'm talking baloney, the cold-cut meat. You know what I'm talking about. That stuff is full of sodium. It's smoked, which is very damaging, especially to men. And it's causing, they've already named it, colon cancer. You get all that crazy chemicals and stuff in that. You mix it with bread and mayo and a host of other things, and now you got yourself another problem,
0: <laughs> right.
1: right? And then, oh, moms, uh, I I hate to say this to you, but you know when you have the hot dogs and the sausages with, and and, and then kids are out there singing, what's the song? Meta, oh, I wish I were an Oscar os- Mayer
2: wiener. <laughs> 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 well.
1: Guess what? It'll take you right down to where that Oscar Mayer wiener is. And then go in your refrigerator and count how many bottles of salad dressing do you have.
0: No, count them. Right, right.
1: All right. You got ranch. You got Thousand Island. You got blue cheese. You got them all. And all of them are just as dangerous as the next. Right. Meta, what is a good, good a salad dressing that's tasty and works every single time and is healthy.
2: You know, what I love is the um, Bragg's amino liquids and mix with the olive oil. Mm. Oh, it is so tasty. It is great. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I some, sometimes mix my Bragg's with uh, apple cider vinegar.
2: Yes, absolutely. And a little lemon.
1: A little lemon and mix a couple nas- natural. Uh, ground them up, make your own salad dressing. You can mm-hmm. do it, and and it okay, sits there. So- it's healthy. It's natural, and it
2: tastes good.
0: Okay, so I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I love the chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I do. I do use ranch or blue cheese. What can I substitute? Oh.
1: Okay,
2: first of all. Well, how do you go ahead, Indy? You go and say no. So.
1: I, you know, for oh, that's the...
2: right. You're not a a, a cooker. She doesn't uh, cook. Uh, out of all the girls I... in the family, she doesn't do that.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: but, and our mom was a famous cook. Okay. Yes. Oh, wow. I hate yeah. It. So, when you take your chicken, where do you get them from? Your chicken wings. You're
0: talking about eating out. No, 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 no. I go. For... I can't eat the fried chicken wings. My stomach will kill me. Um, I have to go to the store. I get the chicken wings from uh, Vines or the local grocery store, cut them up, and I grill them. Okay.
2: Um, what you can do is make your own little sauce and baste them to okay. get them the flavor. There are some natural barbecue sauces out there, or you can okay. make your own. Uh, you can, uh, what do you call it? Um, saute, not saute them, but... Um,
0: uh, marinate no, them?
2: Marinate them, thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can marinate them and then put them over the grill if that's what you want
0: to do with them. Okay.
1: Now, he likes to do that little dippy thing.
0: Yeah, I like the dipping sauce. You know, that I don't that know why. Dip- it's fun.
1: Sauce <laughs> dangerous.
0: Well, get out
2: there and make your own. Just, oh, just okay. make your own and, and experiment with it. And you'll find that you'll run into a lot of ways...
0: To, do to it. make a sauce. Okay, I'm definitely Which, am going to look that up because you know during the football season, uh, the the Sundays are the chicken wing days, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's the day that I probably was putting on most of my weight. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are
2: such a guy.
0: <laughs> and so you know, watching football all day, drinking and eating, and that you know that's what it was. So you uh-huh. are such
2: a guy. <laughs> I had a taste for some lots tonight, Aaron, and I have a new caretaker, India. I didn't tell you about this. Mm. And she came in, and she's about your age, Erin.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Um, she's 48. And okay. she's she's had all these children, and they're all gone. And, and now she wanted something else to do, and mine left and moved to Texas. So, okay. She comes in, and I had a taste for some chicken wings. I said, look in the freezer. In fact, I, there's some in the refrigerator I just took out. Put them together. And put them in the oven. She says, Miss Mehta, have you ever had them boiled? And I'm I'm shaking my head like a child. No, I don't want that. I don't want that.
0: Right,
2: right. <laughs> <And> it's just <laughs> boiled, right? And it was funny because my husband and I had just talked about that. And he was going to boil them for me. Mm-hmm. And then he says, honey, you don't know what that's like. You 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 just don't know. Let me just do it for you. And I resisted him so they were still in the free refrigerator. So I let her do it because she's from Louisiana. Okay. And I said, I ah, maybe she's got another technique for this. So she did, long and short of the story, she put some India Obey seasoning in them.
3: Mm.
2: Now obey seasoning is what they make crab cakes with and right. everything that's seasoned from back east, right? See,
0: right. Right. hmm and-
2: and she did that, and then I offered to for her to put, of course, the uh, Braggs amino liquids, and then we put this. She took them out, put them in a bowl, and then put a little of the natural uh, barbecue sauce and put them in the oven. You talk about something good!
0: Oh wow, I'm going to try that. Finger, yeah, it you don't, yeah. Good. It was delicious. It. Yeah.
1: yeah like- so so um when you are looking to make the little dipping sauces though, you um you might want to look for all the little natural yeah, things. There's okay. natural mayo out there and you can make your own um uh what's that ranch dressing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Try okay. that. Wow. All right,
0: I'm definitely try some You, things. you,
1: are you the barbecue king in your house? Yes. All right, so I'm, I'm a real master. Try something different, <laughs> something natural for everybody to uh, help enhance their good uh, diet.
0: Okay, sounds good. Now, I, now I have a question for you. There's a uh, message on here from a Veronica Silva who left mm-hmm. a message about what's wrong with tortillas. <laughs> And what's the best bread to eat?
1: Tell tell her what's wrong with tortillas, and I'll tell her about and, the best, best bread
0: In In short, without getting into a a, a a long, in-depth conversation, but the process by which they make tortillas, they're usually bleached and they use chemicals. Your body doesn't recognize that chemical, so it won't digest it. Mm-hmm.
3: There
0: and you go. And when your body doesn't recognize something, it lets it gobulate and ball up in your digestive tract and then... Of course, there's yeast there. There's, you know, and so it, it, will, it will expand. It will turn into a, 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 what do you call it, a dumpling in your digestive tract. And then it will cause blockage, and then you're going to have a whole lot of problems.
1: A whole lot from leaky gut, and then it gets yes. back into the bloodstream. It just yes. settles in all the little fat cells, and you right. blow up. Mm-hmm. Now, that is what's wrong with it, Veronica. How about not eating that stuff at all or, um, you know, the best breads to eat. Now, I've done a little research on this because I love the bread. I'm like Oprah. I love my breads. <laughs> but you want it natural. You don't want anything processed. And process is they put preservatives in it and they set it on a shelf and it can sit there for a couple of days. Right. Uh, you get your natural stuff. And make it the sourdough bread. If you're eating sourdough bread, it's got live cultures in it. Those are the probiotics. And the probiotics, when they are eating the bread and you get it fresh, you slice it or get it sliced and put it in the freezer and eat it from the freezer because it will spoil very quickly. So you get your sourdough bread, you get it fresh, you slice it, freeze it, and then eat it as you go along. As the little critters eat the sourdough, or to them, it's now fiber. And Metta, we talked about, um, the, the resistance, um, what was it we talked about? Resistance fats in the body, and resistant carbs in the body, and how you get them you you cook them if like it's a potato and then you cool it and each one of these processes does different in digestion and uptake in, and metabolizing metabolizing in the body right. so when you now mm. freeze it it's cold and then you let it thaw and you eat it the bugs eat that as a fiber because it gets all the way to the stomach.
3: Right.
1: All the way to I'm sorry, the colon. the colon. And in the colon where there's special bugs eat them and then digest them, now it it's fiber. When they get it, they digest it, it turns to medicine for the colon.
2: Wow.
1: And and I'm not telling you to overeat it like, you know, a banshee. I'm saying <laughs> Eat like you have good sense, uh, I eat maybe a slice of it uh maybe every two or three days with avocado on it, lemon drip dribbled over that and and a little seasoning on top of that. and I'm nice. in my own little world.
3: <clears throat> it's
1: heaven nice. and I wow. never get bloated and never feel full or fat or anything like that. So, does that help Veronica? Give me a little sign that says yes and a smiley face. Go ahead. All right, <laughs> my girl. <laughs> so, we're we're uh, you know, unbelievably we're close to the end of the the broadcast. Aaron, I want to say you have been a honest to God joy.
0: Thank you. Thank you and, for having me. And
1: and great great information that you've shared as as we in our world you know our this is our world we are in a world of the human body and it is a magnificent mm-hmm. tool it's a magnificent machine yeah. and every step of the way it has to be uh, sometimes let's call it rebooted restart oh, it right. get back into the system and the little things that we've talked about will help Especially the things that you've let folks know as an athlete on both sides of the coin, where right. you need to go to get this body in shape. Mm-hmm. And if right. you're off, how to get back on again to right. recognize where you are at any given time is what's going to save
2: your life.
0: Right. Yes, you're correct.
2: All right. Thanks. Perhaps we can have Aaron come back again and, and talk about the various things in terms of, of the physiology and exercise um, and prevention of injuries and things like that. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: will, will you do that, Aaron? Sure. Yeah, no problem. We're, we're going to make it yeah. a regular for for you to come on. And you're, you're a good interview. You have good things to say, good things to share. Helpful. and. Yeah. And are awfully helpful. So, Thank uh, you. then we have the Ver- Veronica's out there that comes up with an she wants to challenge you. What's wrong with the tortilla? Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Veronica, keep eating it. You're going to find out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she probably already knows. Yeah, she just like, wanted okay. to hear it out loud.
0: Right, right. She, she might. So, Go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say, Aaron, tell people where we can reach you, please.
0: Um, you guys can reach me at uh, my email, the T H E Athlete A T H L E T E I H at AOL.com. dot com.
1: Got it, folks. That's Aaron Lacey. And and he is a coach, he is a world class coach out there, he teaches a lot of people how to take care of those bodies and he does the same with his. And whips him works. into
2: shape, huh?
1: Whips him oh, yeah. into shape.
2: All and, right. he, and,
1: he's, and he's good at what he does. He's at I the top it. of the line. I so, believe it. so, Meta, where can we reach you, please?
2: You can reach me at metanasa at hotmail.com
1: Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Meta. Thanks,
2: Aaron. Thank you.
1: Thank My name you for is having me on. Thank you. Uh-huh. My name is India Holloway, your coach here on the Inner Light Radio. You can reach me at India's Healthy Living at yahoo.com. Always come back here at the Inner Light Radio every week, every Wednesday from 10 to 11 West Coast time. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you and ciao for now.
2: To colonics To iridology She's there for you and your family